Welcome to the Plus Podcast with Midwest Direct, a marketing and communications company focused on helping marketers develop engaging messages and interpret the results. We deliver over 2 million messages every day that land in mailboxes, inboxes, and show up in online advertising. When your campaign is over, we help our marketers understand their results and plan for future campaigns. We recorded these podcasts to support clients in all the avenues in marketing that you have to execute every day. Subscribe to our series now. Welcome to the Plus Podcast. My name is Dana Fowler, Internal Marketing Coordinator at Midwest Direct. Last week, Michelle Toivonen, our Director of Strategic Marketing, sat down with Mike Ruffing, Director of Business Development, to discuss credit unions. This week, we are diving back into their conversation to cover more of the big picture and how our services can help those credit unions market themselves better. So without further ado, I'll hand it off to Michelle and Mike. Michelle Toivonen, Director of Strategic Marketing, and we're here today with Mike Ruffing. Good afternoon. Hi. Introduce yourself, Mike. Uh, I'm Mike Ruffing. I'm Director of Business Communications and CM Strategies, and been with Midwest for over five years. Been associated with Midwest for about 15. Right. Okay. So today we asked Mike to come in and talk about some of the work that he's been doing with credit unions, and a big part of... I think some of the challenges that they're facing right now, especially now, um, we're recording this in June of 2020. Mm -hmm. So a lot has gone down in the world. Um, And I think anyone doing any kind of financial work is really under the gun right now. Um, And probably tasked with doing a whole lot with a limited budget and even limited resources. So we thought this would be a really good time. Uh, for you to just come in and give us a good overview of the kind of challenges that some of the our favorite credit unions face and then um, some of the best solutions that we can come up with to help them do the kind of marketing they need to get done yeah. over the next year. Yeah, your timing is absolutely wonderful on this um, because our credit unions... You know, we've been listening to them for years and, and we were talking earlier how credit unions are facing some more unique challenges uh, relative to other like financial institutions in the sense that not only they're member based, right? These credit unions are very much selected on a particular demographic. Right. So while on one hand, they still face all the basic demographic challenges, trying to address those and message to them properly. The one-on-one stuff that you and I always talk about with our clients, right? household income, number of children, age, uh, things of that nature. They also have that extra layer of complication or complexity in the sense that those credit unions more often are focused on even more tighter markets, whether yeah. it be yeah. a faith-based right. union, union, regional. Right. Uh, so now that adds another set of complexities on top of it right. because there are demographics within those markets that are changing. On one hand, well, on the faith-based is that particular faith experiencing growth or mm-hmm. decline? Mm-hmm. Um, union membership mm-hmm. growth or decline versus what city they're in or what mm-hmm. region they're in. Our friends in the credit unions are facing so much complex systems that we've seen some success in being able to leverage different types of marketing technologies to be able to not only A, help accommodate those and 
better uh, identify the people that they want to be talking to mm-hmm. and where they move and where they come from, but also being able to meet those tight budgets. Right. And, and to increase membership and increase penetration within each one of those members. When I put my marketing hat on and I think about the challenges that credit unions face, you mentioned a lot of them. So they've already got a set of built-in limitations and a very highly targeted audience and demographics. Right. On top of that, from the marketing side, all the different ages are responding basically in different channels, right? Mm-hmm. You've got your your um, text messaging slash online, maybe social media group. You've got your email. They'll, they'll respond in email. They'll look at email. They clean out their email inbox every day. Right. And then there's people who just still prefer paper. Um, that's tough to pull off when you're dealing with a really limited budget. So yeah. I think big part of the solutions that we're going to talk about today, the upside of that is the ability to integrate a lot of those channels into one campaign and not spend a fortune on it and not spend a ton of staff time trying to get right. through it too. Because right. that, from the marketing side, that's one of the biggest challenges is that if you've got to create content and get approvals on multiple channels and run them individually, unique in a unique um, marketing vertical. It's incredibly Perfect. challenging to get that done. And what you just there's a couple of things that really resonated, and what you just said there was one for some of our listeners. I bet you a significant number of you out there will raise your hand and go, "Yeah, that sounds familiar." Just recently, multiple credit unions. They have membership goals at, at the beginning of the year. Hey, you have to increase your membership by X amount. Right. And by the way, you have no money. To, yeah. <laughs> you're, we're not going to increase your budget to do right. it. Right. And I think that right there helps us give our credit union clients a leg up. Right. Repeat that, that there's an obstacle on top of all the other complexities they have right there. And then furthermore, on what you were saying about different response rates by different age groups, we're also going to be able to give them the ability to go omni-channel slash multi-channel, but also give them the results to say, okay, this is what we're experiencing right. in our little niche. Well, and we're, go- we're going to get into this in detail, but a really important part about this is from the marketing side, as somebody who's done a lot of work running Google ads and yeah. that sort of thing over the years, is that this system that you're going to talk about today gives them the ability to advertise online and tie it, it back, back yes. to exactly who came in. Now, that's not necessarily true with every channel, but right. but it is not true outside of this kind of a platform with Google Ads. And I think a lot of financial institutions feel like they're dead in the water if they're not doing that. Right. And this is way. First of all, you can tie back real results to actual individuals. And then secondly, it's not as expensive as running a big outside Google AdWord campaign. Right. Right. And then also that dreaded question that I'm sure many of our listeners have had from one of their executives saying, okay, tell me what those clicks mean. Right. What does that mean to me in membership? Right. What does that mean to me in lifetime value? Right. It's that getting back to that lifetime value proposition and saying, you know what? This is what the budget was last year. This is what we were experienced with it. This is what we learned from it. So that's why it will be a smart move for me to get a bigger marketing budget next year. And we can expect 
to get X amount more members next year based on that. We've been doing this for a few years now. And now that... You spend hours getting your marketing campaign ready for multiple channels like email, online display ads, social media ads for Facebook and Instagram, even mail. List management is insane because you have email addresses for some, mailing addresses for others, and how the heck will you ever know who's engaging with your brand in social media? We know how to wrap all those channels up into one dashboard so you can deploy to all your channels at once. Then track response rates in real time and learn who is responding to you and in what channel they engaged with you. Contact us today to learn more about how your next campaign can be your most powerful one. I think that that online reporting is really valuable, but you're getting into that piece of at the end of the campaign, the business intelligence that actually comes out of it is much, much more than just the ROI on this particular one, right? Yeah. Like as you're pointing out, for example, when you said they can record the calls, I mean, you can learn information like how does the staff actually sound on Whoa. these calls? <laughs> it wasn't specifically a credit union. It was a different engagement. Okay. But I can tell you for a fact that you it was a shocking thing. For the client and myself, um, it was a relatively small campaign. And they literally said, <laughs> we know Sue takes these phone calls. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got 12 phone calls because they were recorded. Eight of them, it was students answered the phone. <laughs> Two of them <laughs> uh, were answered by other employees. <laughs> and the two that Susie actually did. She told them the wrong dates. <laughs> oh, man. So they learned so, a lot. Yeah, they learned a lot. They, they learned, learned a lot, lot. right? Yeah. Like, I felt bad for Susie. She I was mean, embarrassed. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it illuminated a weakness. They had no idea. That's right. Yeah. Here, right? And here you have. You spent money on a successful campaign. Right. But right when, when it came time to close. Right. On that investment, right. the ball was being dropped. Well, no, I'm, and they would, the, the, historically they would have blamed the campaign or, or marketing, right? <laughs> or more. It's well, you, it's always Blame your fault. Marketing, right? It's because, always your fault. And that is the one thing that I have to say. You know, one of the things I really love about using this is it really does help clarify, yeah, where the weak link is. Well, and you know what? And that goes to another point too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cl- cliche growing up from coaches, and my teachers, and stuff was. You learn more from losing than you do from winning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let's be real. Every campaign, I mentioned earlier, you're not going to hit a home yeah. run. No, every campaign has strong points, weak points. Some of them are better than others. I and, mean, that's and why it, marketers test. Right. That's and why. I, and then when we have, we, we talk with the client at length mm-hmm. and then get everybody to buy off on the concept that, you know, we're, if, if you want to do this and not learn from it, okay, you can do it. And we'll, you know, but we really recommend that you take the time. There's a perception that a campaign was not successful. I always like to go back based on what. Right, right. Then if it is the case, you know, hopefully we did our diligence up front and said, what, is, what are going to be the, the marks of a successful campaign? Right. Okay. Because right. that precipitates another conversation. If they don't know, we need to talk. Right. Right. And then at the end of the campaign, was it successful? Yes or no? If it is, the answer is no. Why? Why? Right. 
And can we get the business intelligence out of this campaign now? And at very worst, how do we know the mail got there? There's all these suspects. What are the right. suspects of failure? Well, they never, how many people actually got it? Well, right. we have mail tracking that proves it. Yeah, we can prove exactly who got it. Okay. So A, we right. got it. Do we have to look at the map? What was, what were we selling? Right. <laughs> was it, let's look at the, look at the creative. Right. Okay. Because then we also can prove, A, we got this many phone calls. We got this many clicks. We know they were seeing it. Was it something in the offer or was it something like, mm-hmm. God forbid, poor Susie? Right. Right. <laughs> the point being is, even if you don't hit a home run with the client on a campaign, we're going to have enough there to work with. Right. To say, okay, what do we do? need to change to do it? We even might find out a particular offer at a particular time was just off base. This sounds really great. And one of the things I think happens a lot is that people feel like a campaign that does all of this needs to be saved for a whole big campaign. I wouldn't want to do this on my small one. I need to save up and run this on my annual fund or my big, you know, development one. What kind of feedback do you have on... That sort of thinking. If I'm hearing correctly, so in other words, you have to go big or go home with this type of thing? Yeah. Well, I think people are very used to these kinds of campaigns where everything's integrated and you've got a big dashboard, costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, You strike on a very important point here. This technology is historically would be like for Fortune 500. Yeah. Right. Beautiful thing about this. This is cost effective enough for smaller campaigns. Which I just I'll found you, amazing that this can yeah. be done at this level now. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. Okay. Um, just like rough numbers. I'm going off the top of my head. But it was something around the order of about six, a 6,000 postcard campaign. Wow. Throughout the course of can, the campaign, remember we could do the online ads. They had over 67,000 online ads shown. Wow. That were displayed. That's a lot. Out of those 67, they had 259 people that clicked through to it back to their website. 259. That's right. So it was 6,000 records to start with? 6,000 records to start with. And 259 ad clicks. That's right. Pretty good. I mean, that's that's amazing. I mean, yeah, we, we know ad clicks are generally very, very small. So this is good. And the cool thing is traditional online ads. Okay. Remember, what what do those clicks mean? Right. Because we have all these technologies in the dashboard, we know that those 259 people clicking back to the website also resulted in 13 calls to the office. Which is really good. So that's huge there too. The net result of it was is that six, the 6,000 postcard slash record campaign resulted in $4.4 million in new annual income. Just on that. That's a lot. That's now... We don't know because... I don't think we put it into the case study, but assuming the 13 that actually got to the point of calling probably were the ones they closed. And we do know that they have, you know, a very high close rate of over 90%. Okay. So there you go. That makes the math work. So, I mean, that average is out to be like $25,000, per month per person. So something of that nature. So that's within the realm of possibility. And again, it wasn't just inbound phone calls that you were counting on somebody internally to write down who that was. No. This system actually tracks down to the individual. Track down to the individual, even on the Facebook ads, because we set it up in a particular way. We direct them to a different website. Okay. I'm sorry, a different landing page. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all those people that went there, too, were okay. able to track them back. Wow. 
Yeah, it's really great. It's it's a lot of value, especially on the reporting side. Yeah. I mean, first, you're getting the campaign itself, but the reporting is wonderful. It's yeah. incremental value to me yeah. to get all that kind of information out of it. And that's why I've always appreciated your, your involvement and your feedback, too, is because you can see all this stuff and we don't want to fall into the trap of like staying on the tech stuff and all that stuff. We need to really collaborate with our clients and get them to understand. Let's set aside the trust factor of the technology aside for a second. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to have more reach? Right. Do you want to be able to reach the right demographic or the specific demographics at the right time? And do you only, instead of just throwing the big net out, would you like to be able to hyper-target it that you're only putting ads in front of the people that you know you want to talk to? Yeah. Now, obviously, I want that borderline rhetorical, <laughs> if not outright rhetorical question, but that's what we need to have. That's where our discussions need to start up front. Our people, like you, you guys do a great job. We can show them case study of case study. I, it's the trust factor of the tech. Mm -hmm. Am I getting, is this the same old, same old? Right, right. Bright and shiny stuff right. from online ads. Right. With all that. Let's have that discussion first and then put us through the ringer secondarily. Beat us over the heads. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Okay. Understand. This is how you can trust it. This, that, that, that's right. It. So. Yeah. And I think, I think that part of the real upside for people who want to do the digital transformation, they want to get these systems integrated so they get better reporting, but it's really difficult to get started with yes. it. I think the beauty of that is with these, with an online dashboard that you can literally log in and see what's performing, how well are you doing in any given channel all together is just, it's so much easier to begin to build the trust in the system yes. because you know, if somebody calls in and says, Hey, why'd you spend that money? You can show exactly yeah. what happened inside of it. It's something tangible that yeah. they can see. Something what did very I get? tangible. Yeah. You spend hours getting your marketing campaign ready from multiple channels like email, online display ads, social media ads for Facebook and Instagram, even mail. List management is insane because you have email addresses for some, mailing addresses for others, and how the heck will you ever know who's engaging with your brand in social media? Did you know that you can wrap all of that together in one campaign, drop it onto your own private dashboard? Deploy and track from one screen. You can even track all your response rates there. Most importantly, you can capture the people who come to your website and advertise to them not only with retargeting ads, but in their social media accounts and through mail directly to their home. When you're done with your campaign, you'll have the opportunity to round out your list with information like names, addresses, and social media profiles of your website visitors, who responded to your campaign and in what channel, and what you need to do for your next campaign. This is a powerful new way for marketers to reach customers and prospects across the board without the hours of managing multiple lists and channels. Contact us today and ask how Digital Plus Post can help you make your next campaign your most powerful one.
I want to talk about one part of credit union marketing that I think is a real struggle for a lot of people. New movers mm. and or underperforming branches yeah. and or a grand opening. Yeah. I want to talk about, I mean, I threw a lot out there, but I think. No, that's, I'm so glad you did. Okay. We are, we're currently doing something for a credit union right now. They're doing a new branch opening in uh, one city. And so we're talking about all the other things that we've just talked about with DPP and IP targeting, but we're taking a different nuances is that they have some hard data that partly from us and from their internal resources is that what the value of these new movers into the area, what mm-hmm. that means to uh, the lifetime value of those clients mm-hmm. is immense. Mm-hmm. And it's playing a strategic point. It's a very important data point in their strategic plan for this new branch. Okay. So what we can do is we have a new movers program mm-hmm. and this new movers program is near real time. It updates twice a day. Okay. And so we can tell with near real time, all the people that have moved into a particular area within the last 60 days. Wow. And so what we can do is, is we can do, we can hit them multi-channel. So because we know who these new people are, what's the first thing after electricity that they turn on in a new house? Internet. Their internet. Right. So the second they move into their house, they can Mm -hmm. see my client's names. Which is great. I mean, targeting a new mover with like area, regional information immediately. And these ads will be specific to a new mover. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know new movers continue to spend, right? I wish I've been shocked at how much money the new movers spent. Yeah. They spend like 15% more than any other given year at least. I I recently saw one number on average, $9,000. Yeah. Additional. And that's after the move. Right. After the move. After the move. And the one thing, one of the most surprising numbers that I heard truly was how many of those people buy new cars. Right. I don't, I don't know who these people are because after I make them, I'm my wallet's closed. Yeah. Like, yeah. The numbers yeah, are out new there. New car purchases, new furniture purchases. Yeah. They get to set up all the new banks. Yeah. There's a lot of financial movement around a move. And and, yeah. um, and because of, you know, that's interesting. You reminded me of that is that because we've done work with different verticals. Right. Our team brought to the equation that type of discussion. Right. And some of our listeners who are from credit unions, it doesn't immediately resonate mm-hmm. the new mover. But hey, the number one purchase after a new home is a car. Right. We were just talking about auto loans. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? Right. Um, and furniture. Mm-hmm. We brought that to the equation too. And another statistic when we focus just specifically on new movers, there's hard data out there where it's if they, within 60 days of moving and they choose a service provider or a, a store in their area, mm-hmm. that's 10 to 15 years that uh, they're going to be as a, as a customer of that. That's particular. a lot of lifetime value. So it's worth spending a couple bucks on that beer. I would think. So for new movers, basically you can offer either of these yes, absolutely. kinds of programs so that they can either get very, very, very targeted or multi-channel at the same time. Yeah, we can get post, do. we can, um, we can have postcards sent out to them within 48 hours. Which is great. Yeah. With a specific yeah. offer. Yeah. It's but really they're going to get the online ads even before yeah. that. And I don't want to let it get away how you introduce that. That's I think for our listeners, here's a take a big takeaway as well. Much of what we've been talking about has been related to I need a campaign for auto loans or specific service or product. Right. right. What we're talking about here is, is that these technologies can also be leveraged for the more large 
long-term strategic initiatives of a company. Right. Because obviously new movers are different every month. Yeah. So, well, and then how about the discussion of, hey, just getting the data and what the new movers are like coupled with all our other data services. Right. Do I want to open up a branch here or not? Right. Right. Because a lot of our credit unions are leaning on us more to start including us in those conversations. Yeah. If this is over and above any particular you know, mm-hmm. technology we're talking about. We're leveraging our technologies to bring information and data to the table that they don't have or they can't go out and pay for. Right. Right. How many credit unions can afford to drop 80 grand on demographic studies and things Not like many. this? Right. right. We can get we can arm them with more data that they can make more intelligent strategic choices. We have been in conversations with are we going to close branch A over here? Right. Our team is able to show them how it's changing demographics that help them come to the decision on where we're going to open our next branch. And yes, by the way, we can close this branch and open up a new one here. And this right. is the reason why. Right. So that's that's huge. That's, so, that's really big. Yeah. It's all about leveraging that technology. So we tackled the new movers. Talk a little bit about, you know, a grand opening situation. Like yeah. just the strategic approach to grand opening of a new branch or the decision to get to that. Yeah. Uh, let's say they, after the decisions are made, they have a new branch. We've done new grand opening programs for them. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, because we can help them with the specific data, so it's the right person at the right time, we can hit them with every available channel out there, mm-hmm. all various different types of pace rates, mm-hmm. and whether they're young, old, faith-based, not, whatever that is, we have every channel that we can deliver to those people as many times as we want yeah, with a call to action, that. with the right. call to action to a, get them to the grand opening or just take a look or call the manager. Right. And we can even track the calls that do come in. <laughs> I mean, that's such a significant part of marketing for any new branch that, I mean, yeah. I, knowing what I know now, I can't imagine not using a yeah. multi-channel integrated platform to do it. Well, especially, I just can't even yeah. imagine going one channel only on a grand opening With like a, or even just two, like I've got my print here and I've got my social media over there, but not being able to really track what's going right. on internally between those two and see how they affect each other. I can't imagine doing it now. Yeah. And it's almost like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you I mean, wouldn't. something as simple if you as know this, you wouldn't. <laughs> that's right. I mean, something as simple. It's almost like digital EDM. We can do right. We can, for lack of a better term, every door direct marketing. Yeah. Only this is the digital version. That's a digital version of okay. it. We can soften the ground, if you will, soften up the beachhead of this for this new branch. And I literally can take. I can draw by block or by city or by zip, and shower that area. That That's makes great. sense right. with not only digital online ads, but also uh, video. Right. Yeah. They can watch videos. There could be, a, I mean, just vamping, but if it's the branch manager saying, hi, I'm coming to your town. Something right. as simple right. as that. Right. I mean, Personal uh, invite. Come on in and meet us. Kind and of it thing, is yeah. budget friendly. Yeah. For the bang for your buck, it is really budget friendly. All right. Well, that's great. Um, I think what we can do for the listeners is also include below some of our case studies, links out to the case studies so that they can dig in a little more with this. And yeah. then, of course, if they just want to get a hold of you, how do they reach you? Call me anytime, day or night. Call me directly at 216-403-7743. I'd be and happy to talk with you. Asking for Mike Ruffing. Ask for Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks so much for your time today. This is really great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you.
all your marketing goals with Midwest Direct. Contact us at mw-direct.com or call us at 1-800-686-6666 and get started today. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel now. You don't want to miss any of our fun upcoming announcements.